Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. I know this is out of nowhere, but we had to do it. It was a special episode. Jay Hill, my brother over there in the six. How you doing, my dog? Doing great, man. I, Jay, we first of all, yeah, we had to do this. Bro. Like, <laughs> that was a great, amazing game of basketball. And Jay, I, I, what I was wanted to tell you, we talked a little bit about before this, just a background, but I just feel like maybe you wouldn't consider it a rivalry as a Laker fan, but I just think every time the Lakers and Warriors just meet up, just strictly from a basketball standpoint, it just feels like an NBA final series. Any any time these guys meet out, Steph versus Braun, just two. It just brings out the boast, both best in both teams. And I mean, just that was exactly what we got tonight, man. It was just an exciting basketball game. I, obviously, I'm happy the Dubs got the win, but just beautiful basketball to watch on both ends. Man, a hundred percent, Jay. Uh, man, just a beautiful basketball game. Uh, it was for you know us NBA fans out there, us NBA hoop heads. We got to see Clay Thompson, the man that we haven't seen step on the court for you know two plus years, come out and do what we've known Clay Thompson to be for. We've known we we saw LeBron James, a, you know, a thirty-seven year old man who got out there, you know, trying to pro, trying to perform and carry his team. So overall, man, we just saw a great a great games a great game, Jay. So. Let's get straight into it, my brother. Like how you said uh, it was, we just watched that great uh, Warriors versus Lakers game. The Warriors beat the Lakers 117-115, so a tightly contested contest. So, brother, I don't know how exactly you want to do this, so I'll go ahead and just, I guess, talk about what I've seen, um, uh, what i seen on both sides, and and you feel me, if you want to go ahead and add anything, let's go ahead and add anything, and then just, just talk about the game. But are you, you want to do it like that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Let's do right. that. Cool, cool. So, so, so let, let, let me let me start talking about the. I mean, the winners. I mean, the, the the Warriors. You know, the Warriors came out. First thing I noticed, and first thing I have here on my notes that I wrote early in the game. And usually, when like when I'm watching the game, I take notes and I, I try to like timestamp my notes. I'm like, he did this in the first quarter, did this in the mm-hmm. second quarter, and early in the game, I write Jonathan Kaminga is bringing the energy on both ends. Right, Man. I write Jonathan Kaminga bringing yeah. energy on both ends. Yeah. Just on the, just in the first quarter, right? And then mm-hmm. as the game goes on, I notice I myself having to go back and delete first quarter to first half and then first mm-hmm. half to first half and, and 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 third quarter and then i i noticed as this game go on i have to i have to, I have to switch it up to jonathan, jonathan Kaminga brought the energy the entire game man i mean i'll let yeah. you, you know you know t- t- uh, t- uh, talk a little bit more about that but that was you know one of the first things that i noticed and then you know the other thing that i noticed was that beautiful ball movement man that that, that the warriors had it was it was tough uh, the lakers already were kind of having a tough time on the on the in the in the, in the perimeter defense but it made it even tougher with those with the uh, those those Warriors crisp ball movement. Uh, I mean, it was it was it, it was exactly what we saw. Um, it, it was exactly what what we see and we expect from Stephen Curry. You know, those pass and cut, and, it, and they just had the entire team doing it, man. I mean, it, they were passing up. You know, in basketball, they say you pass up a oh a good shot for a great shot, and they were passing up good shots for great shots, great shots for the perfect shot, man. So de- so definitely on the Warriors and the things. What's up, Jay? Talk to me. Talk Jay, to me. Jay. So. I, just from the way you're talking about the Warriors and like the t- the players you've mentioned so far, wh- who so would you say who's on the X factor of um, for you for the Warriors like on your end? Because I have an X factor. Maybe there'd be surprising. Maybe not a guy who's killing the Warriors the whole night, especially in that 
fourth and fourth quarter and second half, just making play after play. But who's the X factor? Uh, is it Kaminga? Is that what you're what you're going with? Or, so, so are, are you saying like the X factor? Like when this player plays, the Warriors usually tend to do well. Is that what you're talking? Um, no, just 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 based off tonight. Like tonight, okay. like obviously. I'm going to agree with like Clay was like the closer at the end of yeah. the game, but throughout the night, a guy who was making plays like that you didn't expect kind of the guy, a sneaky kind of player. Was it Kaminga for you? or A hundred percent Kaminga. A hundred percent. A hundred percent Kaminga. For you, I'm talk a, to me. For me, it's Austin Reeves, man. Oh. <laughs> making play after play, defensive stop. And I'm surprised. That just goes to show you, I'm looking at the box score now, Jay, and mm. I'm looking at minus three. Just goes to show you like that plus minus and stats may not always tell you the story, but it might not tell you enough of the story because I, I just saw uh, play after play, time after time, Austin Reeves getting hands and passing lanes, getting two timely blocks, one of them against Clay, a huge block. I think a momentum changer um, that changes the momentum, got the Lakers really got them out in front of that game. And I just like I look at Austin Reeves, five for five, um, one, one for one from the three, two for two. It just felt like time after time he was making those big plays. But I just wanted to get that kind of X factor of who you had for the Warriors, because I know Austin Reeves for me, for the Lakers, was just making play after play. And you definitely didn't expect it from that, especially from a rookie um, undrafted at that. So absolutely. Shout out. Absolutely, AJ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know the 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 young guys. They really rose this game. You know, we we saw we saw Austin Reeves have a good game. We saw Jonathan Kaminga have a good game. So yeah, it was it was really the young guys that kind of like uh, that that kind of rose to the top. And then uh, and then and then real quick, I I, I do want to no, actually not real quick. I want to talk about the Lakers <laughs> and all of their faults <laughs> and all of their faults. So uh, I mean, let's. I mean, honestly, it wasn't like the Lakers played a horrendous game. Mm-mm. Definitely had. Definitely no. made some uh, made some, you know, timely mistakes, but it's not like one of those horrendous games that uh, that we've kind of, mm-hmm. you know, seen the Lakers have this year. Uh, first of all, you know, f- first thing that I noticed was uh, Anthony Davis's dominant presence in the paint, man. And the Lakers perimeter players were messing mm-hmm. up and they were getting blown by and Anthony Davis yeah. was having to save the day. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, mm-hmm. was, it, it wasn't that the these Lakers perimeter players were leading them right to Anthony Davis to get a good block. Anthony Davis was having to come come through and save the day because these Lakers perimeter players were just getting really toasted out there. In uh, mm-hmm. uh, early in the game, uh, one of the first things that I noticed too was LeBron just really was kind of like picking apart the Warriors' defenses out of that post, man. Whether yeah. whether he was trying to bully ball people, or whether he was just trying to play that Jokic, uh, look for the cutter. Uh, LeBron, you know, that's what LeBron and the, the Lakers are really going to. They heavily relied on mm-hmm. LeBron and Russ and AD uh, posting up, but really besides besides LeBron trying to do that, uh, the Lakers were really missing a lot of offensive firepower. On, on my end, I felt like uh, Melo Melo would have been a big yeah. A big, a big replacement for the guy who should not be out there. And Jay, you've been saying this, and honestly, I got to tell you, Jay. I, at first, I went, I, I, I believed him. I believed in Trevor Ariza, but I was wrong, Jay. <laughs> Trevor Ariza should not be out there, dog. Yeah. And 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 I felt like in that game, you really saw, you really saw, man, that if you could replace Trevor Ariza with Melo, that would be, you know, honestly, the 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 world, the world of a difference, man. But mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I, I I'm kind of talking for a long time, Jay. I don't I don't know if you want to kind of get into some of the things that you saw from the game here. But no, I mean, I just thought that on both ends of the floor, like Trevor Ariza really wasn't the answer they needed. I definitely they think they could have used a guy like Melo. But I mean, at the same time, I, I really love what what I saw from League Monk. But, but Jay, I just look at the box score and I just see like 20 minutes. It just doesn't cut it. 
if you you got like you you mentioned you need fire play you need firepower offensive firepower you have Malik Monk who's a a great scorer we saw what he did like he had a slow start up until the second half and then we saw what he did but he just needs to get more touches he need the ball needs to be in his hands more because when he gets the opportunity we see what he can do he's a playmaker um he, he we've seen he, he's even making plays defensively um which which has always been kind of his downfall but i think 20 minutes for him especially in this game um, against a defense like the Warriors, you need a guy like that who can score the number one defense in the league against the Warriors. I do not want, know why Frank Vogel does not give him more time, especially over a guy like Avery Badley. Yes, he does give you things offensively, but it doesn't matter if you're getting outscored on the other end and you can't score, you're not going to win basketball games. And I think Malik Monk needs to get more minutes. And that was just a glaring deficiency. Obviously, I did love what I saw from um, THT. I think this is a lot of what Laker Nation and just players around, including myself, the potential that um, THT does have um, if he's knocking down a shot. I mean, if he's knocking down a shot like he was tonight, man, that's scary. I think he's the player that you, you know, we always joke around <laughs> in the group chat for those that don't know about them trying potentially bringing in Kyle Lowry. But if they didn't give it, if they didn't give him up um, because of, of, of tonight and that potential that I saw and that ceiling potentially he could reach, um, THT did show out tonight and was deserving of the 30 minutes. But I just know that some of those minutes got to be taken off either Trevor Reza, like you mentioned, or Avery Badley, because Malik Monk's giving you more of them offensively because they're definitely not giving it to you offensively maybe the defense and at that I still think a lot of times Avery Bradley um, was getting burned and, and even Trevor Trevor Rizzo his def- defense wasn't notable enough and not much aware to warrant him playing 16 minutes um, even if you give at least six or or seven of those minutes to believe Monk but that was on that end Jay I just thought I'd add that and I'll just bounce back real quick man um, that's just really what I had saw from the Lakers. And then I really, like you said, I think in the, in the post uh, LBJ offensively, his shot wasn't there tonight and he knocked down three threes, but nine for 27, isn't going to cut it. But I think, think he was finding other ways on the offense, like in the high post, I think that's when he's most effective. Um, and he can just affect the game in other ways, like 14 rebounds um, was huge for them. Uh, closing out those possessions for the Lakers. And then obviously his passing is, is unreal. And in, in that high post, um, like you said, and, and when the double comes, he, he can just find guys. But that being said, he's a great passer, but if he doesn't have the shooters around and the playmakers and the offensive players around him, that means nothing at the same time. And I think that's what we saw tonight. And it was a reason why the, the Warriors who struggled to score at times themselves um, we're able to stay in that game when the Lakers were making the run, Jay. So that's a lot what I saw from the Lakers and man. We can dive into the to the Warriors a little bit if you want to. Yeah, let's let, let, let's get into the Warriors. It definitely was some some great play uh, from from and defaults as well. Our fa- oh. faults as well, in my opinion. On yeah, their I, end, on the Warriors win too. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. I, I absolutely, Jay. L- 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 mm-hmm. Let's get into it. I mean, there's a lot. Sure. There's a lot that uh, that the Warriors uh, showed us out there tonight. And just real quick, Jay, before you do get into the whole Warriors thing, I just wanted to say, remember the couple episodes ago when we were kind of talking about Curry shooting slumped and and mm-hmm. if Clay Thompson could do it, man. Jay, this game validated it, Jay. I know Clay could carry the squad, man. This was crazy play, Jay. Like, before we even get into anything, let's just hats off to Clay Day right now. But, Jay, <laughs> but I know when I said that, but, like, even, like, I say, I say four, okay. Uh, Steph shot, what? Shot awful from the three tonight. 
Let me look at this. 12% from three. He was one of eight. Yeah, one of eight. I mean, that's terrible. I, I still, Jay, I still think that, that that's not going to cut it. Like, he was 41% from, 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 the, uh, from the field tonight, and I still don't think that's going to cut it when, when you come playoff time, when you come money time. But you need other guys stepped up. But we were talking about that. But, yeah, no, I just thought I'd <laughs> add that. I still, I still don't believe that that can get it done in the playoffs. I mean, they still won by two points. He scored, what, two points in the fourth quarter. I will say it was a timely bucket. Obviously, they needed that bucket. They were up one at that time. But um, you still can't you can't rely on Steph going seven for 17, in my opinion, and one for eight from three. Not going to cut it down down the stretch, especially playoff times. You need him playing playing better than that. But I feel that. I feel that. All right, so, Jay, so talk to me about what you saw from the Warriors side of things, whether it's uh, strengths, weaknesses, defaults, whatever it is. Talk to me. I mean, glaring deficiency is is the size, man. And I, I'm surprised that the the Lakers didn't take advantage of that more. There was time after time where they couldn't get uh, offensive boards to to close out and finish the possessions. Like you can have the best defense in the world, it means nothing if you can't get that rebound to close out the possession. Been my concern from the start of the season, and you even add in Draymond. And and Wiseman into this mix. Wiseman hasn't played games since his rookie season, and he's we don't know what he, his level of um, understanding in the game and if he what his rhythm is going to be like when he comes back. And also Draymond, I don't think one man can really change it. I really think they need a big body, and that that size really was glaring tonight, um, especially. And it was a concern I had going into the game. You know, I think the, the Lakers are struggling right now. I think the, right now I would say definitely the Warriors are the better team, but. It means nothing like matchups. Um, matchups makes fights, you know, like you you could be great um, against the 29 other teams in the league. Like you could be a great fighter, 29 and 0, but you come up a guy against a guy who's bigger, um, stronger, quicker than you. You might lose that fight. Doesn't matter. It means nothing. And I think that's exactly what happened tonight. Um, the Warriors came up a guy against a team who was bigger, um, more athletic. Um, and, and they struggled. They really struggled to close out possessions, um, to get rebounds, and, and to bang with them on the glass. Um, we saw even Kevon Looney with 12 rebounds tonight. Um, but I think he was – he's one man's not enough. I think they lacked that size. So that was just a gra- glaring deficiency. Um, we saw at times just Bielitsa getting played off the floor. Um, he's really struggling. I buyout candidate, <laughs> I have to say, buyout candidate, because it's, it's, it's clear to me on the Warriors, Damn, Jay, Jay. That they, need a, they, they need a big man. As much as Bielita has come out early, his, his, I, it's just unfortunate. I mean, one man's got to go. That's my boy, Jay. That's my boy. Jay, it's going to be either JTA, which they're not going to do. No and way. I just think Bielita's the cook. But, but that, uh, that being said, there were some timely uh, rebounds. One of them, Otto Porter Jr. You know how much <laughs> on I love On the minimum, on the minimum. On the minimum, on the minimum. And one for five, um, 0 for two from three. But where he did his damage was on those offensive, those huge offensive boards that he got to keep possessions alive and um, got Clay, um, I think, one or two threes down the stretch there. And then he, he was just wait, finding a way to make plays. And that's where I see that plus minus and I see plus four. And that's one of those things where, okay, I believe in the plus minus, I guess it's a little selective of me, Jay, but no, I thought um, timely plays were made. Obviously Jonathan Kaminga, huge tonight. Um, One of the things that I've always thought on his end of deficiencies, I would like to see him as much plays and athleticism as he had. 
Um, and, and some bad fouls, I would say, but his rebounding is some one area improvement that I want to see. And he was rebounding like a mofo tonight. So <laughs> that was great to see. Um, and Jay, Clay Thompson, man. Man, I mean, Clay come Tom- on. I can say, I mean, come on. I mean, bro, in the first three quarters, 17 points. Yeah. In the fourth quarter, believe, I don't want to misspeak. So hold on, so hold on. But I know it was something ridiculous. Give me, give me one second. Let me pull this up. In the fourth quarter, I believe he scored more points than he did in the entire game. Come on, man. This was a crazy game yeah. for him, Clay. Yeah. Fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. See, I, I didn't want to misspeak. Yeah, he had 17 points in the first three quarters and then 16 points in that fourth quarter, man. So just, I mean, yeah, Jay, I feel like I'm right there with you, man. Clay, yeah. Clay Day. And then just real quick, one thing that I, I do want to um, – to touch on really quick, you mentioned uh, that 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 warrior size that you know that was that glaring deficiency, and I want to you know switch it into talking to about a Lakers de- uh, uh, de- actually Anthony Davis deficiency because yes, I feel like me, you, and the common American and the common person knew the Lakers should definitely take advantage of that size. Anthony Davis should definitely have be the one with the thirty three point game instead of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis should be the one leading the team and leading mm-hmm. the team in scoring and. He knew how to do that because you saw in the second quarter, he came out and he really led the Lakers to, on, on a big comeback, a 15 point comeback. And he was just bullying everybody in the post, man, getting whatever, getting whatever he wants. Shot, they shot the Lakers shot 53% from the field in the second quarter. But what happened in the third, what happened in the third, what happened in the fourth and then kind of, and when the first didn't, didn't really turn it on yet. So I kind of just want to just touch on that deficiency. That was mm-hmm. Anthony Davis choosing when to, when to do it and when not to do it. It's mm-hmm. a problem, man. I mean, we, we talked about it. I mean, Kevin Looney, no disrespect to him, but he shouldn't be, no, he shouldn't be anywhere near AD mm-hmm. and holding AD. Uh, uh, Bielita as well, and it, everybody on that roster, to be honest, like at this point, nobody should be really touching AD and should be holding AD to 16 points, and that's what he had. So I just yeah. want to harp on that because ADs need nice. to work on that because it's a problem, mm-hmm. man. But Jay, man, you, you got any last things that you want to talk about for this last, just this is a little special episode we had to throw out there yeah. about there, Jay? No, I mean, I think that. This could, this could potentially be like a first round matchup. I mean, I I I think the Lakers will definitely make the play playoffs if they're not in in the top six. Um, so this could be potentially be a a first round matchup in in the playoffs. And boy, I'm expecting some fireworks out of this one. But that'd be crazy. I just, uh, yeah, no, I I really think that this this just was um, a, a great game just all around and. I just really want to see both of these teams, you know, at full strength on, on both of their, their side. You know, I've never really, we never really seen the splash bros um, and Draymond back and Wiggins see the, what that lineup can do. Um, and I expect in the, I, I expect both of these teams, honestly, to be active, mm-hmm. definitely on the Lakers, definitely on the Warriors active in the, in the buyout market, because none of these, both of these teams really couldn't make deals at the deadline. They didn't have, whether it be the assets on the Lakers end, or just the assets on the Warriors end that they didn't want to deal, whether that be Wiseman, definitely not Kaminga, um, the players that are more valuable to their team than they would be to any other team. So they're not going to get that value back, which you see, unfortunately, for a lot of these good teams or teams that have like a lot of depth in that that be. But, um, but man, Jay, wild game. Um, 
Let me ask you a question real quick, brother. Yeah, yeah. Real quick on that on that buyout segment. Hundred percent mm-hmm. agree. Lakers and Warriors need to be heavy buyout mm-hmm. uh, teams. Just real quick, if you could give me like a name or two that you want to see the Warriors, uh, you know, pursue in this in, in this buyout market that you think could help the Warriors. I'm looking to a big. So I, I was looking. I was actually doing a little little research and. Matter of fact, on these next couple of episodes, if we, we go back, I'm going to have like a full out list. I'm going to do it for the Lakers and the Warriors, too. A matter of fact, you you do a Laker okay. buyout or we can do we can even look at other teams that might need to be active in the buyout market to improve or enhance their roster. But for the for the Warriors, to answer your question, I looked at Derek Favors from the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think he's so, like a I look at him like the Spider-Man meme of um Kevon Looney. <laughs> like <laughs> that little what, one where they like, holding yeah, the gun. <laughs> yeah, when they both looking at each other because I think they're like uh, the similar like Derek Favors a little bigger, but I mean just similar build, similar type of players. Yeah. And then um Derek Favors got a little he's a little older, obviously, but um I think he'd be a great veteran piece. And then I look at Tristan Thompson. Ooh. I also think you know, he might not be the cultural freak. We know back then he had a little beef with Draymond and whatever. But I think I think they've squashed it that, that by now. Winning settles clutch, everything. Clutch. Yeah, I think they're both clutch sports too. <laughs> so they probably they squashed that beef and everything now. But I think he would be the perfect plug in play um, fit for the Warriors because, you know, he knows the system for playing him all those years in the finals. Um, he's an active big g- great defender for a big as well. Um, and I think he'd be a great plug and fit fit. Uh, for the Warriors, like a guy, because they they pride themselves and they love athletic players, um, athletic, lanky players. And Tristan Thompson fits that mold perfectly. So I think he'd be a great buyout candidate. And then I also look at a guy like I was looking at Mike Mascala um, from the Oklahoma City Thunder as well. A stretch, stretch big um, who can shoot it. Um, and he's one of my favorite. And then I look at Gory Jane from the Hawks. I know he's not getting minutes over there in Atlanta and he was another player that that I was kind of eyeing and I think he would be a good fit because he can shoot it he can stretch the floor a little bit um and then he he's he can bang and he's a physical um player as well so I think those four players is what I got in mind um and I could even see that on the Lakers end too because they need to DeAndre Jordan man DeAndre Jordan needs to be gone and and Trevor Reza needs to get the hell out of here yeah so both of those, both of these teams are going to be active, man. So that's what I got for you, Jay. Okay, all right. Well, uh, so on the and and I, I'm I'm right there with you. I, I like all those mm-hmm. uh, all those players, Jay. Uh, they definitely would would plug and play perfect. And then uh, just real quick before I get off the words, it's crazy that like Wiseman is still coming back, right? Like you're talking, we're talking mm-hmm. about buyout players to fill in a position that Wiseman is going to come in and play. And as you know, yeah. Jay, I am very bullish. I am very high on Wiseman. That is yeah. my guy. But, uh, but, uh, for, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. For the, for, for, for what's up? Go, you good? No, I mean, just, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree. Like Wiseman's high, but I just, we just haven't seen him in so long, but I understand the excitement. I want to see what he can do for sure. And I think the Warriors might just be stubborn also. And maybe it's like, oh, we're just going to give him a chance. He's the center. He's the size we need. And this, we'll see what he can do. So that might happen as well. So I don't know. Yeah, man. And I mean, I think he's like the prototypical modern day player, man. You know, mm-hmm. big stretch the floor, man. But mm-hmm. yeah, 
I'm, I'm right there with you, Jay. And then uh, for the Lakers, the, the Lakers side of things, I think what the Lakers need, there's a lot of glaring deficiencies, but I think with the number one, number one thing they need right now is a true point guard, not a Russell Westbrook, and a true point guard to run the non-LeBron mids. When LeBron is out there, he needs to have the ball to be the Lakers be uh, most efficiency, most efi- efficient. Uh, so you know, some 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 point guards that I think w- w- would be good would be uh, would be Goran Dragic. Uh, that I, I saw that today. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that'd be that'd be big. Uh, Oh, a yeah. good veteran point guard to slow the team down, give the team some pace. Uh, I mm-hmm. saw I saw another name uh, being being Gary Harris, but I also saw this for like twenty nine other NBA teams. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, everyone's really mm-hmm. after him. And then I saw one today, which would be funny. And that's and that was Dennis Schroeder, man. Uh, oh. After the whole uh, Lakers and him <laughs> wow. shamble, I saw that today because I know he went to uh, to mm-hmm. the Rockets, and the Rockets don't really have much need for him. So I yeah. saw that, but. I don't th- I don't think I don't think that'll happen, man. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. And, yeah, no, that'd be funny to see Dennis Schroeder back on the, <laughs> on the Lakers, though. But and one more name for the Warriors, just real quick. Mm. Robin Lopez is another player Ooh. from the Orlando Magic. I think he would be like he has a little familiar familiarity with Steve Kerr. I believe he drafted him at Phoenix, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they got a little familiarity there. Uh, he's that big size, he's that big, big. Um, I think a lot of teams in the bio market that need a big will be after. Uh, Robin Lopez, one of the Lopez twins. One of the Lopez twins. <laughs> but no, I think Robert Lopez, another name for you, though. I think he'd be a great fit for the Warriors. All right. All right. Well, so yeah. look, Jay, we got a lot to look forward to, Jay. Mm-hmm. Definitely today, you know, uh, we did a little, little quick recap on this Warriors versus Lakers game, um, February 12, 2022, man. Definitely was a lot to talk about, to unpack. We got a lot to get into, too, Jay, with, with the season mm-hmm. really starting to speed yeah. up. This is when the season starts to get into the high gear, Jay. And, yes, you know, playoffs is right around the corner. And that's Ooh. what we like most, baby. Yes, sir. Stay tuned, everybody. We we coming with coming ready for for playoffs. Get you geared up for that. I know you enjoyed the. I hope you enjoyed the deadline special. If you haven't got a chance to check that out, go check that out. It's on YouTube, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your app uh, podcast, man. So appreciate y'all. Yes, sir, man. Jay said it all, and Jay said it best, man. So that's it. We out of here, y'all. Clutch talk out. Peace.